Tēnā koutou. You're listening to a Tātai Ahorau Core Education Podcast. Api is still present in all aspects of life. This podcast was recorded at ULEARN 23 in our cute 1960s caravan called Lily. You may hear a bit of noise in the background. Enjoy the live atmosphere and our amazing guests. Kamihi. Si ota ofa, Dr. Jean. Today we are going to spread out that mat. Fofola e fala, kai tala noa kainga. In Samoan, fofola le fala, se itatala noa, which means we are going to spread our Pacific mat and have a good tala noa. So today I am very excited to introduce you Dr. Jean Pauvaletesina, who is the manager of Akoteu Kato Kakala Preschool. And Dr. Jean will be talking about Kainga Ako leading from the place of strength. And perhaps you might like to talk or tell more about yourself, Dr. Jean. Malo au pito ruta fafita e fakakoloa he ahamaho inga koe ni. Malo e lele, my name is Jean Bauvale Teisina and I come from the villages of Hofoa, Felemea, uh, Niua and also Tukulalo and Vava'u. I am feeling honoured to be here ruta. As you say, fofola e falaka e faialea e kainga. And that's our place of strength. When we're rolling, every time there is an important occasion or important milestone within the family or or a lot or come together for prayer and dalanoa, important events, we roll up the mat and we all sit down. No for akainga, we sit down and we engage in dalanoa for the betterment of the community, the family, and also, you know, ourselves as people. So, kainga ako refers to teaching and learning, which is ako. The concept of ako is teaching and learning, but also within the kainga context, which is the not just the immediate family, but also in, involves extended family. It involves the relationships that we hold with everyone within our context of Ako in Aotearoa. In the islands, we always talk about Gainga, that we're bound by the blood. But in this context, we are extending it to everyone that is related, that we need to work together to ensure that we provide the best education and Ako experiences for our tamariki are regarded as Gainga. So Gainga uh, refers to the relations it refers to the relational ako. It refers to the ako that is meaningful when it's connected together. Not only from the context of the home, within the kainga and blood related, but also within the context of education, which goes right through to the government, to the agencies, to the health, and everyone who's involved in the growth or the upbringing of our children in Aotearoa. So I think Kaingako, leading from a place of strength, is having the best intentions, having the best aspirations for our tamariki and our whānau growing up here in Aotearoa. 
and I think if we have the if we use a strength based lens or approach for our uh, children's uh, education I'm sure the impact and the outcomes will come out as you know positive so that's the whole idea of talking about kaingaako leading from a place of strength means that you're looking out you're trying to find what's best what's appropriate what's worthy of our whanau which is believed because the children are gifts from above mm. and we therefore must be worthy we must you know practicing and teaching and gathering all the knowledge and, and filling our baskets so we can be able to cater for our children. Whakawhitai Lamba, Dr. Jean, as you shared your stories around <coughs> leading from the place of strength, mm. I could hear those specific values mm. of alofa, mm. tautua, mm. whaaloalo, came through quite strongly. Mm. And the impact of leading from the strength mm. of the place enable Pacific students to to stand strong mm. in their identity, language and culture. This morning I was at your presentation and you talked about, about the API model. Can you tell us more about the model and how it captures the essence of learning from the place of strength? Mahalo Alpitaruta. Api is such a an important concept within the Nofo Akainga or within the family and within the Tongan context. Api refers to the home. Literal translation is Api is the home. Api can be what's local, you know, what's yours. So when the child is born, they are nurtured and they are being looked after within the api, which mm. is the home. In the Tongan culture and the language, it shows how the way that we think and the way we see the world, how it's related ever since the child is born, born into the api, which is the home. Then the, the language, we have the plantation, where you grow your plantations in the api uta. And the apicolo is where you are, you live and, and you stay and look after your family. When your neighbor or your next door neighbor, it's called kaunga api. So the api is like a foundational concept or a word that goes with every aspect, a holistic way of how the child is nurtured and, and, and their upbringing. So your next door neighbor or your kaunga api so the api is still it symbolized the relationship mm. that you built with the person next door it's called kaunga api and when you get married the first the ritual or the sacred ritual after you get married on your first night together is called the api which is there is a symbol of blood you know it's inherent in the way that the the purity of the the tabu mm. of the the woman that ritual is very sacred and it's called api as well that's the wedding so after that when and if you get pregnant with child you know there's the api the funua where the child is in the womb you know that's the the api where it's where you nurture everything you do as a mother you're feeding into 
the api where the baby is, you know, mm. is inside your yukete. And then when you go, the child grows up and, and go to school, school apiako. So that it, that's the education. The place where the child is receiving education is called apiako. So api is still present within the, the process of education. And then if you're going to jail, if you're not doing so well, it's called api bobula. So api is still there in bobula, which is the jail. But then if you're going to church, the spiritual aspects of the child is called apisiasi. So the api is still going together with the spiritual. And then if, if someone dies, it's called apisia which it is, so the api is still present even though you passed, you depart from this world, physical world, to another world. And then when your spirit goes to the heavens, it's called api whakalangi, you know, that's another home in the heavens. And that's the cycle, it's inherent in the way that we think about the world, it's not disconnected it's actually relational ever since the child is born even before the child is born and even when they depart from this world api is still present in all aspects of life so i think it's so important that we understand how how that context works because it really you can really tailor and customize ako to ensure that we capture the essence of being Tongan mm-hmm. through the api way of thinking. So with the Kaingako, you know, we live as relational, we're not we we are not we thrive as a collective, working together and in relation to the uh, to other people in our family and also in the society. So often the the tensions between What's happening with the education is the not having that that awareness. Mm-hmm. You know, not having the awareness that even though the policies may be designed for the individual, as for the Tongan api, it's actually a relational. It should be policy should be designed based on the relational being capture the. Uh, the way we think and the way we talk and I think that's our place of strength it captures our it talks about our core values that make us who we are and I think if the education system comes from a place of strength they will capture they will be able to pick up on those essence the collective essence of our belonging here in Aotearoa so I think api is very important we understand how that cycle of api and the foundational thinking of api that goes with everything. And it signals how education also needs to have that continuity. It also needs to have that relation, that strong, embedded, embodied, relational ako. Mm-hmm. Thinking about api model, that's a, a life cycle from a Tongan perspective. And I love the way that you shared the stories from the cultural context and how it applies to the educational journey of of a child as well. So my next question to you, so can you share some examples of how early childhood services and schools 
have effectively supported and used learning from Pacific cultures and practices. Ma'alorita, I think taking it to localizing the curriculum, making the curriculum much closer to the api, much closer to home, something that is meaningful for the child, especially in early childhood education, it's the foundation, those are the golden years. And if they are nurtured with what makes them whole person, like Tangata Kakato, then I think we're building that strong foundation mm -hmm. that they will never, they will never depart from. Yeah. So it's very important, I think, for every center and every context, even though we're all Pacific peoples, but there are distinctive differences in all cultures. And what we're trying to articulate is how do we ensure that the or the curriculum that we're providing for the child is actually meaningful, is actually will be lifelong for the children. And I think the language and culture is one of the most important that encourages their sense of identity, having building that strong sense of identity from an early age, which will make them confident and be proud and empower them to to know that it's enough being Tongan, it's enough being Samoan or Pacific, you know, and be proud of their own um, identity and own culture. So my last one, um, Dr. Jean, what would be some key messages that you want to share with leaders, uh, kayako, families, communities, about the import importance of leading from the place of strength? Mahalo. Mm -hmm. I think my key message is, is uh, the place of strength should actually be made up of offer the core values that are important for the child. And I think when we practice and when we lead from a place of love, from a place of offer or aloha and aroha, it conquers the challenges that we may be faced each and every day, because every day is a different struggle. But I think leading from a place of strength also goes with our spiritual belief that we know that there's a God and, and also, you know, that we need to be able to um, holistically um, cater, uh, make sure that we design a curriculum and design positive experiences and positive learning experiences that is worthy of our children so they can thrive no matter where they are in the world, they will thrive in all that they do because they know that they are loved and that they are uh, being loved by us and they have a strong sense of belonging. And I think everything else can follow after that. So as long as you have that, and I'm sure that everything that you do, you'll be coming to work prepared because you have the offer, you have the strong aspirations that you want for your children to thrive. And you'll do anything just to make sure that they get there that they will succeed. Thank you so much for sharing your wisdom, your knowledge, your stories of powerful practices and being a leader as well to us today. 
we certainly spread that mat today for Falalefala Seitatalanoa. And here we are sharing our stories and listening to the powerful practices and stories that you have shared, leading from that place of strength. Malo Obito. Malo Obito Ruta. Be proud of their own identity and own culture. Tēnā koutou. You've been listening to a Tātai Ahorau Core Education Podcast.